That is my dinosaur that you are threatening. I made him and he is mine. Uh, what are we going to do? I will give you immortality. Not if Tammy has anything to say about it. Tammy and the T-Rex. Welcome to the Dead Harvey Podcast. This is the place for indie horror filmmakers and fans. We have fun promoting and celebrating indie horror, do interviews, deep dives, and even include some educational material. Kelly Shaw is back with us, and today we're going to be talking about Tammy and the T-Rex. This is classic, classic cheese. Uh, I was laughing pretty much all the way through this. What was your reaction to this movie, Kelly? Have you heard about it before? Well, uh, no, I've never heard of this masterpiece, but I'm going to borrow a line that the Gen X crowd will understand. Uh, three bowls, and this show is really good. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this movie, of course, is about a, uh, a guy who gets his brain removed and put into a dinosaur by a mad scientist. And the girl that he's uh, in love with, he's trying to tell her that he's a dinosaur and trying to communicate with her that he's a dinosaur. And then the mad scientist is going back there trying to retrieve his dinosaur. And then there's also bullies involved. Uh, so this is one of the most, like, it's one of the most, the weirdest movies ever made. Like this interspecies romance between, uh, with the, and also horror movie and very over-the-top comedy. I'm speechless right now. Uh, I was going to say, it's also kind of a horror show, because the main character, how his brain gets into this dinosaur, it's mechanical, by the way. I don't want to spoil it for you. But anyway, uh, his brain gets stuck in there, and he starts controlling this mechanical T-Rex. He was killed by a couple of teenagers. So to seek revenge, he goes on this murderous tirade where he... Well, the cheese ensues, I would say, because the... uh, the violence is comedic. This, this, the show is what it is. It doesn't take itself seriously. You know, you'll, you'll get a good laugh out of this, and plus, you'll see a young Denise Richards and Paul Walker. True, very true. But the genesis of this movie is is bizarre because so the director Stuart Raphil, who is also known for Mannequin Two on the Move, and also the classic, most legendary, one of the most legendary cheese movies ever, Mac and Me. Have you ever seen that? It's sort of like an ET clone. Oh, yeah. The super cheese version of it. <laughs> yeah. The alien's got the really big ears. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw that a long time ago, man. Looks like one of those, like, troll things that you buy as, like, a kid as, as a toy. It's all weird looking. Oh, this this movie also, it has the uh, the most confusing uh, bad guy costume since Steven Seagal and the Patriot. Now, Steven Seagal in movies, I would always like be like, you, in one movie, he'd be like, I am an Italian-American badass. And then in another movie, he'd be like, I am a Native American warrior, and I'm also an environmental activist, and then I am also Italian badass. Okay, I'm going to need to pour <laughs> a drink to like wrap my mind around that. So the bad guy's costume in this movie is very confusing. It's like Steven Seagal or like Billy Jack in those movies about people that go out and kick the shit everybody and then talk about peace. So the, the guy who's the bad guy in this movie, he's like a greaser, so he's got this greaser outfit on. And he's got dog tags. You don't know if he's like a greaser, kind of like in the he's going to be in the Marines or something like that. And then he also is like a jock. So he's a weird hybrid of all these. Did you notice that? I thought that was a very strange analysis <laughs> of the show. But yes, I did notice that. 
But his hair wasn't like... The only thing was is his hair wasn't like all greased back. Like the greasers in those 50s movies. But he seemed like it was a greaser from a 50s movie, but like a jock version of it. It was like if Grunge came back and were a bully. That's what he was dressed like. Yeah, yeah. And at the beginning of the movie, him and Paul Walker are fighting over Denise Richards. This is The movie is full of like weird moments like this. So they get in a fight, and the bully just grabs uh, Paul Walker by the balls... And then just clenches his hand like a vice grip on it. And then Paul Walker does that to him. And so you have these two guys in a fight, vice gripping each other's balls as the... <laughs> That's what we did in elementary school all the time. Well, what we did in uh, elementary school is... Oh, no, it was, it was high school, I remember, in like art class in high school. The teacher would leave, <laughs> would leave the room often to go smoke or something. I don't know. Oh, that guy? I, I know exactly. I used to drink with that guy. <laughs> well, then that's probably what it was. But uh, well, so one kid in our class would take like a T-square. And T-squares are great Like if you want to hit somebody in the nuts with it because you take them and you just swing them like a pendulum. It's like an underground uh, part of the blade on the pendulum just coming up like whacking right up underneath your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this kid would do in high school all the time. <laughs> Although you were lucky if you got that one. Because other times his go-to was... If nobody was looking, usually our, our group would like form a circle like that. So one side of the group can't see what the other one can. And then he would get behind somebody and just like whip out a schlong and like flap it over their shoulder and just leave it there. <laughs> Is this the same guy that we used to make pizzas and would slap a schlong on it? No, no names, no names. But is that the same guy? That's the same guy. The same guy, okay. He worked with me at a pizza place and this lady came in. And she complained. That she didn't have enough cheese on the pizza. So we were behind him because he was talking about the front window. So the front window you can only see from like the torso up. So she wasn't seeing anything below that. And so he kind of walked away so that he had his back to her. And then he was talking to us. And he said, more cheese? I'll give you more cheese on this pizza. I'll give it to you. And then he just grabbed his hand into his balls. And he ripped out this giant patch of pubic hair. And he sprinkled it all over the pizza. (laughs) And then... And then he took, and then he took additional cheese after his hand had been in his crotch, and put that over the pizza, and then gave it another generous layer, and then, and then served it to her about five minutes later when she was still seeing just his torso in that shit. Oh, always be nice to the people who are serving you, because you never know. Look that scene in Fight Club where Brad Pitt like pisses in the soup or something. Remember that? Yeah. He's like, yeah. Oh, and he is also this jock is also the most dedicated stalker in movie history, because not only is he like getting into ball vice gripping staring contest with Paul Walker, but he's attacking him all the time. He goes, he like breaks into his house. That scene where he comes in with his gang of thugs and he breaks into his house. They go in there just trying to get Denise Richards away from him. Then. After that, they chase him out. They take him out to this animal park. They drop him off, and they just beat the shit out of him. And then he gets his face eaten by a lion after that. And then the bully is so dedicated to stalking that even though Denise Richards hates him at this moment, she hates him before she even knows that Paul Walker got his face uh, bitten off by the lion. Then when he goes to the hospital, she's really pissed. You know what really reminded me of is, now hear me out. I've been watching this this show called Charm that was out about 20 years ago. 
with Alyssa Milano. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, so yeah. I think this is the 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 main bad guy is like Cole, and like the main lady in the show is like Phoebe. For those of you who've been watching Charmed, you know what I'm talking about. Exactly, and uh, so even after he's in the hospital. He still goes to stalker when he's in the hospital. After he put the guy in the hospital, one of the more dead. I've seen some good stalkers in my time, but that's really dedicated. That's like next level stalking. So this movie was made because the the director, who was an animal trainer, was approached by somebody that owned all these theaters in South America, and he said, "I have access to an animatronic dinosaur, and you only have like uh, three weeks where you can have this dinosaur. So you and I have to send this back." So I've got a million dollars, and I want you to write a movie in a week, and then we're going to film it in the next three, and then I got to send this dinosaur back. So the whole movie was financed and based around one animatronic dinosaur <laughs> with no other idea. That's awesome. Yeah, which just makes it a really cool story. And when it came out, it was intended to be so. The one they have on Shutter that you can see is the gore cut of it. The original version was cut to be a PG-13 family-oriented movie. Even though the dinosaur is murdering all these people and brains are being ripped out, the movie does have a very like innocent quality to it, though. Snubbed at the Oscars yet again. Yeah, it's the third movie we'll watch now that was totally snubbed at the Oscars. Oh, um, so we forgot to mention uh, Terry Kaiser from Weekend at Bernie's is the mad scientist in this oh, movie. Oh, that's right, yeah. Because I was watching this for the first time and I was telling Brad, I'm like, hey, man. That guy looks really, really familiar. Mm-hmm. And he goes, think back of that movie where the dead guy is with all those other people. And I'm like, oh, it's late weekend at Bernie's. The dead guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought he was dead, but apparently not. Yeah, he was also uh, in a Chuck Norris movie. I think it was an eye for an eye. He was, he was in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he's it, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Now I don't know if recently. I couldn't tell you, but he's been in a bunch of stuff. You know what else he's he's famous for is Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven. In Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven, there's a telekinetic girl, and Terry Kaiser is the psychiatrist, and she has like those carry powers where she fights Jason at the end of it. Totally bizarre, like off the wall Friday the Thirteenth one. But so the yeah, so this movie was a cut to be a family friendly movie, and it just it just bombed. And people didn't know what to do with it, and it just disappeared. And because the guy who was putting up the money, he didn't want there to be a a gory version in it. So he wanted to market this movie that makes no sense in this super bizarre concept without gore and this over-the-top comedy. And it just bombed. So it disappeared. It went into the underground for a while. There was a gore cut of it that was found. It was an Italian version. And they released it, and they put it on a shutter. So people have been kind of finding out about it over the last couple of years. But I... It would be curious to see like what the other version would be that's like that. Like if it's if it's nearly as funny as this one because I was just laughing my ass after this whole thing. The whole thing <laughs> is just so completely ridiculous. You can't not laugh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the lessons that we learned from watching this movie. So Dead Harvey Classroom Time. Lessons learned from Tammy and the T-Rex. Jock straps are a lifesaver in high school. Gambling addicts can still get that bed in even when chased by a dinosaur. Foam dinosaur feet can crush heads. Dinosaurs know how to use payphones. That's like E.T. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You hear my drink? Hear that? Okay. Uh, yes, E.T. phone home. That's what it was. It was E.T. phone home. Because this was like 94. I think E.T. was 82. I'm just glad that they haven't uh, remade E.T. as a sequel. Because I think it would be horrible. The, the, less, the more they leave those movies alone, the more kind of legendary they become. 
once they start making all these bad sequels and remakes, they completely ruin them. It's like, take Star Wars, for example. It's ruined my memory of the original movies and how much I like those. Well, the reason E.T. hasn't come back is because when he phoned home, we had long distance. We didn't have all these unlimited minutes. And the phone company charged him so much money that he skipped the planet so he didn't have to pay the bill. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Kamikazes with vodka chasers are comforting to the morning process. Don't piss on dinosaurs. Understanding dads believe you when you say that you're attacked by a dinosaur. Dinosaurs can be perverts, too. <laughs> There's a scene where Paul Walker comes back and his brain is in the dinosaur. And the dinosaur is looking at Denise Richards through the window. So it's like something you'd see of an 80s sex comedy or something. Like John Belushi at the window in Animal House. Ladies, beware of dinosaurs staring at you through the windows. Just the, It's a public service announcement. Exactly. Dinosaurs cry too. <laughs> That was the best scene of the whole show. <laughs> Don't stand too close to open graves. Dinosaurs are very indecisive when picking the right corpse. And uh, pouring liquor on a brain that's been cut out of its head will get uh, you drunk. Really? So there's hope for me. <laughs> Even if you lose your body, your brain can still get drunk. Thank God. Yeah, so that's all the lessons I learned from uh, Tammy and the T-Rex. Kelly, do you have anything else to add? Um, you might want to have a cocktail or two, or maybe some other adult thing, if you know what what I'm saying. Okay, that's it for this week. Uh, Thank you for listening. And Tammy and the T-Rex, if you haven't seen it yet, it's one of the most bizarre movies you'll ever watch. And remember, it's actually a very tongue-in-cheek movie. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, and uh, protect your nuts. That's the theme (laughs) of this movie. Mm -hmm.